Hi, I'm Monica Sancio, Vegan Fit. And talk about vegan. Let's become more vegan, more plant-based. Come on, we can do this. Avocado, avocado, avocado every day. That's how I become vegan. That's so easy. Everybody loves avocados, even people who are not really vegan. The good thing is that you can go one day at a time if you wish and just do it, seriously. I'm not gonna try to convince you, but I will give you a lot of data and with the kindest words possible, I'm gonna tell you that it's what you can do that is conscious, that is high energy, that is gonna help the planet as a whole, that is gonna help feed the world, seriously. Just look at the statistics or go back to the eight reasons that I gave you why you can become vegan and love it. But this time, we're gonna talk about the ketogenic vegan way, which is high in fat, low in carbs. So when we think of ketogenic diet, we think of Dr. Atkins, you know, I did that, did I do that diet? I've never really eaten meat since I was eight years old, to tell you the truth, but I was kind of vegetarian and I used to eat some fish and I thought it was okay. But every time I look at the eyes of the fish, even when trying to feed my dogs with sardines, oh my goodness, it's just like, I can't do it. Many times I can't be working with that because it's so cruel, I just, it, I just think of, of the feelings of the animals. There's never been a crueler thing that man has done, I don't think. Yes, okay, we can talk about very positive things most of the time, but let me just tell you, it's pretty horrible. It's horrible, the farm industry. And it's still happening, and I wish it didn't. And I wish that in a few years, we're gonna say, guess what? Eating animals is a thing of the past. And sometimes I'm just surprised because some primal people are like, oh, primal, let's go paleo. Yeah, sure, I like primal exercise, primal moves, they're really cool. Do, you, do, you, do we really know what prehistoric people ate? I don't know, I mean, I don't feel like arguing with any of you, although I would love a nice debate sometime, but it's not really about, oh, who wins? No, it's not a competition. It's really, is there a humane way to kill an animal? Can you humanely kill a cow? I was thinking about that because, oh yeah, because they're grass-fed. Yes, maybe grass-fed is better than grain-fed. I get it. And yes, you can make it so that they don't have antibiotics, they don't have hormones, but no matter how much grass you feed an animal, you're still gonna have to kill it. Why would you wanna kill an animal if we're in 2018 right now? I don't know when you're listening. I hope that we don't do this much more ever <laughs> and maybe you're stopping right here because you don't want to hear the rest because I kind of ranted on this but I feel really strongly about it because I hear so many people just talking about it and rationally and I guess I've been unconscious I guess most of my life so I'm not judging you and I'm not judging those people but seriously if I can at least uh, push you to look at some things, statistics perhaps, and maybe watch some videos that will impress you negatively, maybe that'll move you to become more plant-based because there is no reason not to be plant-based, to tell you the truth. And no matter how long your journey may be towards a plant-based nutrition, I wanna give you some good facts. And yes, in this plant-proof blog, I found a lot of good stuff and I really like Simon's way of explaining and his style and he even has a podcast by the way on iTunes oh my iTunes icon on my computer is jumping like yay mention him yes it's called the plant proof podcast and I like recommending other podcasts especially if they inspire me 
and I don't listen to it every day. In fact, I just discovered it today. <laughs> but I really love what he says. And sometimes, like uh, James asked me on the horrors of factory farming, and maybe that's why I mentioned it. So I got kind of inspired by him. Um, empowering women and creating eco-friendly business with vegan something here. Well, those are part of the titles. And we're going to talk about ketogenic. Oh, the new meat innovation that can save the world with Thomas King. I was really curious about that and I listened to part of the podcast. They're pretty long, but I will make the time because this is something that I could do while washing dishes and learn a lot from Plant Proof. And yes, I love learning from other people. I am always mentioning other incredible leaders in the world and yes uh, i think that you can be a leader too you can be a natural leader in whatever you believe hopefully if you're here for some reason you're kind of interested curious and hopefully really inspired to take action for your health for your fitness for your well-being and you know what for your inner peace because it just feels good to be vegan seriously so back to plantproof.com a vegan or plant-based diet versus keto diet. So what does it say? What does Simon say? Simon says what? Simon says, may your space suit thrive. <laughs> His name is Simon Hill. Okay, let's see if I can share the whole article with you. Otherwise, remind me to link this. I have to find an easy way to link it to my podcast. I think I will. Yeah, it's, sometimes we get lazy or we don't make the time to do these little details. But you may be interested in going over to his blog because I may miss something or I may not read the whole thing and I might just summarize it. So it's really good for me to recommend other people and also give you the reference for your own research. Okay, and I do love the scientific research and the references that he has at the bottom of his article which is something that I always recommend. I used to do it all the time, not only for my thesis in biology and nutrition, but I also think that it was just my way of living all the time. And even when I was on the radio and on TV, I would say, okay, according to the Harvard School of Public Health, blah, blah, blah. You know, according to the brain neurologists at this university, this and this happens. And yes, we have neurogenesis. And yes, we can... Uh, change our mindset all right that kind of thing you know you get it you get it right so given the tremendous amount of publicity that the Atkins diet 2.0 aka keto diet has been getting I thought it would be helpful to do a review of how this diet stacks up against a whole food plant-based or vegan diet this article by the way was written by Simon on what date where's the date Ooh. How come I don't find the date? It has 563 shares. Good for you. I love it. I'm so happy. You know what? I get excited when I see other people's success. A man, a woman. I was congratulating one of my friends yesterday and another one the next day. And sometimes I congratulate 10 friends a day. It all depends. 10 or 11 or 18. <laughs> so yeah, now I'm going to read the article little by little. And hopefully this will inspire you to become vegan. Because if you're not vegan already, you know, and even if you are vegan like me, I mean, I'm learning a lot from this article because even though I studied nutrition and they taught us certain things, some of the things they taught us like, oh, it's better to burn sugar and then you start burning fat, that kind of thing in, in typical physiology, um, you know, it's all relative because we could just be burning fat. Sometimes um, I really love avocado, like I said, right? And I can eat avocado all day and hardly any carbs. So some days I'm totally ketogenic and I'm still as energetic as when I eat more carbs. 
So I haven't really done an experiment with myself as Tim Ferriss has. Thank you, Tim Ferriss. He's amazing. He's like hacking his own body and he tries this and that and then he goes and gets the blood test. Maybe I'll do that sometime, but right now I'm just working on my intuitive nutrition and healing and just, you know, feeling my body and my energy. And I really feel really good eating at least one avocado a day. And I'm talking about a big avocado if possible. <laughs> so I really love it. And something else before I go on with the article is that I cannot imagine just eating salad or a little green juice. By the way, I have my smoothie here that has a ton of awesome ingredients. Mmm. Especially beet. Mmm. Very good. Very good. I love it. Love it. Oh, this one has cabbage even. So the thing is that there's a myth that vegans all eat a bunch of lettuce and really boring salads, something like that. So of course no one wants to go vegan with that kind of mindset, with that kind of myth. Oh please, the reality is that vegans have so much fun, vegans have more fun, vegans have more energy, vegans are lighter, vegans are kinder as a whole, of course, you'll find exceptions and some of them may be mad because of the cruelty that I mentioned at the beginning, so you know, it's all relative and you know what, once you start just uh, eating plant-based, you'll feel the difference in your body, in everything, in your emotions, in your spirit, in your centeredness. It's just fantastic. And why am I telling you this? Oh, because I can't do vegan like some people imagine. Us vegans, so energetic and active ones, actually eat a lot of calories. We ingest them from the fats. So, for instance, my food has to have tons of beans, tons of nuts and seeds, and or, you know, avocados. Like a lot of fat is what's really into my diet and not some people that just eat, you know, a lot of bread and then they're not just going to get fat, but they're not really getting all the benefits of a vegan diet. So yeah, I just wanted to clarify that and especially give you my take on it because I really feel that people are not really that curious into doing some research and they think, oh, you got to eat meat. No, 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 you don't. You don't need to eat meat at all. And now with a new uh, vegan meat that's coming oh my god I'm so excited about this guy's blog like I told you the podcast and we have to also do some research on Thomas King because he seems to be an advocate that has made a tremendous difference in the world and he, he's what really really young like 20 something so wow never underestimate the power of an idea of wanting to change the world and really he comes out in a picture I saw with a beautiful big pig. You know, we think pigs are for food. No, pigs are beautiful and they're they're just like very smart, you know, like a dolphin. And well, that's another day that I'll talk about that. <laughs> I guess I'm getting a little distracted and at the same time, I just wanna tell you from the heart that I really believe in loving pigs. Loving pigs as much as we love dogs, yes. And loving all the animals because yes, they are all love and we are love aren't we so what is a keto diet a ketogenic or keto diet is one that consists of high fat 70 to 80 percent of calories relatively high protein 20 to 25 percent of calories and low carbohydrates 5 to 10 percent of calories it is typically made up of animal-based foods below is a dot point summary 
So it usually includes, ew, I don't even want to mention this, but you know what it includes, okay? It includes meat, beef, pork, fish, chicken, eggs, cheese, milk. I went really fast through that. And yes, it also includes dairy, not just uh, milk, but it's byproducts. And it includes nuts and seeds, oils and fats, mainly avocado, coconut oil, olive oil, which is great, so we don't have to eat butter nor ghee or anything like that, right? Vegetables, typically limited to dark green leafy vegetables and mushrooms. We're gonna talk about mushrooms very soon. Yeah, that's exciting, I love mushrooms. And there's so many functional ones. Okay, so let me keep reading. Remember, this is plantproof.com. This is Simon speaking to us. And the keto diet does not include starchy vegetables, like, you know, even the one that I mentioned right now, beet, it wouldn't be in this kind of diet. At least not while you do it. Sweet potato, pumpkin, legumes is not usually the keto diet. Grains, oat, rice, quinoa, corn, buckwheat, rye, barley are not included. And fruits, the ones I always recommend to you like banana, mango, pineapple, apples and oranges are not in the keto diet. So maybe if you want to try it, I don't know why you want to try it, you don't even need to be keto, but still we're curious about this especially because it's on style. To be keto and I just want to let you know that there is a way to be on style but also vegan which is also on style and there's a bunch of really famous people that are becoming vegan okay find out uh, then I'm curious about it myself so famous vegans okay so I google this and then I find Alicia Silverstone my mentor in veganism Ellen DeGeneres Joaquin Phoenix Woody Harrelson Moby Brian Adams Portia de Rossi, Olivia Wilde, Emily Deschanel, Steve O, Casey Affleck, Morrissey. Oh, Casey Affleck, isn't that Ben Affleck's brother? All right. Toby McGuire, all these men. Albert Einstein, I love you, you see? Genius knows what's good for us, okay? And yes, I have some quotes of Einstein. Today I was even sharing the main quote is that you can't solve our problems without changing the mindset because you can't change, um, well, because you cannot solve our issues without, or, or he says it in another way. It's like with the same mindset that created those problems. Okay, that's the point. Okay, so let's go. For a more comprehensive breakdown of the calories, fats, and proteins, oh my God, wait, what are we gonna eat? Oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I jumped to another tab and I have like 20 tabs open here. Let me start closing the tabs. I have the Anchor tab open. I have the Patreon tab open. I'll come back. I even have the Giphy tab open. This is really funny. You know why? Because <laughs> I was looking for Joy. You know Joy from, yay, from Inside Out movie. I mentioned it in the past podcast. If they're in order, you will see it. You know, because that's what I think this Fit Motivation podcast is for me. I think that GIF represents it and I feel it. So I'm closing a bunch of tabs and that way I'll get more focused. So if I ever talk to you about focus, it's not because I'm naturally focused. Some people even say I am ADD or ADHD. And I think I've mentioned that to you. Oh, Anchor like my reply on Twitter. Yeah, because I said, thank you for making it possible, easy and soon profitable to podcast with anchor love you guys yay all right i'm glad they did like it and yeah i really recommend them they're awesome um so let me close twitter here you can follow me if you want and let's uh, close the giphy beautiful gif because we're supposed to 
oh my goodness, even my YouTube videos that I shared on Patreon. So yeah, if you want to know more about me, and pretty soon it's going to be for girls too, then I recommend, yeah, I'm looking for a way to have a tier just for women, okay, to empower women. Women to women, it's like, okay, like we are between us, you know, some issues that are just pertaining to us, and I want to find a way how to do it on Patreon. I'm still not... Um, done with that because I don't want to open another account which is another possibility yeah I guess that may be the solution because let's say I have a tier for $4.99 for women to enter but then I think they're also going to be able to see the other uh, posts that I may make with some bikini videos they're not interested in you know what I mean so like I always tell you get the best of my podcast get the best of what I share and leave out the rest same thing with whatever I'm creating. It's like there's going to be some areas that you're most interested in. Hopefully, I'm going to really niche it down. So hopefully, I'll have a place where only women can be uh, served. Served, right. So <laughs> I'm not saying you can't see me in a bikini. I mean, it's just normal. Like I go to the beach. But you know what I mean. It's like women, let's talk about women issues. Some, some things like, you know, our hormones and how we feel when we go date someone and you know <laughs> certain things that I wouldn't talk to men about so uh, I'm just saying that I am a work in progress and so is everything that I'm creating I'm really excited about this podcast and yes I'm also excited about life having internet is a blessing and I'm looking at other little tabs that I have open I'm gonna have to close a few more so that I can actually focus on this and yeah inner circle yeah I'm making like an inner circle for women and yes I love men and I love empowering men but I also want to give an opportunity for my feminine part to be catering to women that's the thing so we all have masculine and feminine energies right so this is very very interesting for me even because sometimes people would tell me wait you got to choose a language either do it in Spanish or in English and to tell you the truth it's been years at least what eight years and guess what? It's not that I can't make up my mind. It's just that I don't want to have to choose. It's not either or. It's English, like this podcast. And next, I'm going to make it in Espanol, in Spanish. Got it? And I think something similar is happening to me in that because, you know, when it comes to online marketing, it's like, okay, I help women of ages 30 to 45 to be feeling good about themselves inside and out. You know, that's an example. But I would rather say I energize people, men and women, of all ages to feel good. <laughs> and that means, yes, to energize them to be fit, healthy, happy, and free. Get it? So for me, it's really important to have, maybe if I have to classify them, that's cool. Maybe if I have to make that blog so that it's really easy to understand what's, where's the Spanish and where's the English so that you guys don't get confused. And same thing with the sexes. Okay, I, I love men and yes, I will keep empowering them. But I also want to honor the women in my life and the women who have subscribed to my newsletter on Monica Fit and, you know, give them a place where they feel safe that we're going to talk about their issues. Get it? Or, hey, Monica, you know, typically, hey, Monica, what do I do about this little fat here, this little fat there, or this exercise, give me something for this and that. And usually, you know, women are all about, hey, what can I do? for my hips and my thighs and this and that and the glutes and the abs. It's more 
more of a women's uh, perspective. So I get it. And that's why I'm opening this for you. Okay. So that was a little interruption and I'm going to keep going. Okay. So what is the theory behind the keto diet and why is it promoted? Am I on the right track right now? Yes, I am. The keto diet is just another name for a low-carb, high-fat diet, which is LCHF. And the basic premise of this diet is that by removing carbohydrates, the body will not absorb glucose into the bloodstream. In doing this, you deprive the brain and the body in general of its primary fuel source and it begins to break down fats, fatty acids, and produce ketones in the liver for the body to use as an alternative fuel source. The idea here is that by starving the body of glucose, you will initiate fat metabolism, which proponents of this diet suggest results in weight loss and greater mental performance. Okay? It's important to note this diet was originally designed back in the 1920s as a way of controlling epilepsy symptoms in children. It is not well understood, but it is theorized that the shift in metabolism from carbohydrates to fatty acids and resultant use of ketones for energy has an anticonvulsant effect. And yes, there's something you can click here for the scientific reference, which is something I love about Simon. And by the way, Simon not only is using science, but he is actually a qualified health professional, Simon Hill, having completed a Bachelor of Physiotherapy with honors in 2018, oh, 28, sorry, 10 years ago, <laughs> like 2008, and is currently studying a master's in nutrition. Okay, awesome. So we have the same master's. That's fabulous. Well, I have it in holistic nutrition. I'm just kidding. I'm just, you know, imagining that I'm talking to, to Simon, and who knows? Maybe later on when I have the guests, I'm going to invite him over, and we might do some collab on YouTube. That'd be, that'd be cool. With his experience of understanding the human body from the inside out, talk about inside out, <laughs> and having worked closely with professional athletes, he is well equipped to help you explore and adopt a plant-based diet. I love his bio. It's cool. I'm going to be inspired by him. So, what he says really made me curious because, on the contrary, this is what he says, what macronutrients and foods is a typical whole food plant-based diet made of? A well-balanced whole food vegan or plant-based diet is typically made up of 55 to 60% of calories from carbohydrates, 20 to 25% calories from protein, and well, the same ratio that I had read before, right? And it usually includes whole grains, brown rice, wild rice, black rice, oats, quinoa, amaranth, buckwheat, and corn. Legumes like chickpeas, lentils, black beans, faba beans, pinto beans, kidney beans, and soybeans, etc. Starchy and non-starchy whole vegetables such as potato, sweet potato, carrot, broccoli, eggplant, pumpkin, zucchini, dark leafy greens, whole fruits, all of them, plant milk. I love plant milk, okay? Now there's no excuse. This is my comment, sorry. Uh, I'm going to keep reading. Almond, soy, hemp, macadamia, pea. Yeah, you can make all that. Mm -hmm. Nuts and seeds in moderation. Oils in moderation. Olive, coconut, avocado. Does not include animal products. Obviously not. Does not include many saturated fats. And does not include processed oils. Or if it does, it's minimal. So, why the traditional keto diet is dangerous and not something that comes close to a plant-based or vegan diet. Now that we understand, this is the part I love the most, okay guys, pay attention. 
for you. Pay attention, my friend, because this is really good. Okay. Now that we understand the high-level difference between the two diets, macronutrients, and types of foods, let's discuss the two diets in terms of your health, because ultimately that's what matters most. I have tried to simplify things and create a dot point summary. It's important to note I am comparing the traditional animal-based ketogenic diet to a whole food, plant-based diet. Number one, a keto diet has no doubt gained momentum because of the end result that it's claiming, weight loss. We can all agree that as a society, weight loss is a buzzword that has been responsible for a number of fad diets, fad products, and is ultimately a word used to manipulate consumer behavior. Combine that with reinforcement of perhaps what we thought were naughty behaviors like eating high fat, bacon, cheese, etc., and you have the ultimate diet to promote, like a win-win. It's no wonder that this diet has gained traction when it sells us with weight loss and at the same time promotes an eating behavior that people historically thought was probably unhealthy. Now you eat bacon, eggs, butter, lose weight, you forget about your veggies or your vegetables. Let's take a deep breath. Is it too good to be true? I'm taking a deep breath, Simon. The, mecha the mechanisms of weight loss as a result of a ketogenic diet are poorly understood. With many studies being performed on mice, however, oh, poor mice, come on. It is theorized that it is most likely due to not consuming carbohydrates and falling into a calorie deficit because it is simply a hard task to eat enough calories and fat per day to equal the calories you're burning. So it is more likely more than likely, a diet that simply results in weight loss by depriving your body of its primary fuel. We will come back to this point. Just because you see a skinny guy or a girl post a photo of their abs with a plate of bacon and eggs does not mean it is the fat in the bacon or the fat in the eggs that is to be credited. It's not magic. Number two, there is no living population that displays longevity having consumed a ketogenic diet. Listen to this! In stark contrast, the blue zones, Okinawa's as an example, are clear examples of populations that consume a largely plant-based, high-carbohydrate diet and display longevity. These blue zone populations have the most number of centenarians, people aged over 100, and are not keeping people alive with medications. Rather, are seeing their centenarians thrive without medications and enjoying a high quality of life. Yay! Another blue zone group, the Adventists, have been studied in great detail. I like this much more, okay? These kind of eat, these studies are, are fascinating to me. I'll keep going. Listen to this, guys. Uh, 8,401 Adventists studied, what do you say? Adventists? Okay, you guys can correct me. <laughs> in one segment of the research, they found that by eating meat just once a week, increased their chance of developing diabetes by 74%. Another part of the study that followed 41,387 Adventists over two years showed a 62% lower risk of developing diabetes in the vegans compared to the omnivores. And yes, you have the link, you have the click to the science. Number three, animal protein and fats have been clearly shown to increase your risk of various chronic diseases such as cardiovascular disease, coronary artery disease, disease <laughs> type 2 diabetes, and certain cancers. You can read more about that 
at my animal protein and disease blog. Okay, that's his blog. Awesome. So you can click on that too. So by choosing a keto diet, you are attempting to induce a calorie deficit for a weight loss result while jeopardizing your long-term health. Studies have looked into and shown links between chronic ketosis, a state of acidosis, and increased risk of developing certain cancers. Here's what the National Cancer Council of Australia has to say about red meat. Did you know that eating more than 700 grams raw weight of red meat a week increases your risk of bowel cancer? Or that the risk of developing bowel cancer goes up 1.18 times? for every 50 grams of processed meat eaten per day? The World Health Organization, WHO, who has classified processed meats, including ham, bacon, salami, and frankfurt as a group one carcinogen, known to cause cancer, which means that there's strong evidence that processed meats cause cancer. Eating processed meat increases your risk of bowel and stomach cancer. Red meat, such as beef, lamb and pork has been classified as a group 2a carcinogen which means it probably causes cancer and yes you can go and find the evidence it's right there just click on it number four think you are in your teens 20s or 30s and don't need to worry about foods that promote heart disease because your body is bulletproof Studies backdating to the Korean War and since replicated have shown that cardiovascular disease begins silently one study in particular looked at more than 300 American men who were killed in the Korean War, killed in action so didn't die of cardiovascular disease, and over 77% of them, mostly aged in their teens and 20s, average age 22.1, oh my god, that's so sad, had coronary atherosclerosis, severe plague buildup and narrowing of the coronary artery. This was one of the first studies that rocked the world proving that cardiovascular disease does not only develop and affect people in their latter years. Of course, this study has some limitations, but it's a great reminder that changes to your vital arteries and organs in general start happening in your youth. So healthy nutrition from the get-go should be seriously considered. And five, Oh wait, there's six. <laughs> I had read over them like speed reading, but I hadn't really noticed, okay? So, if you choose a keto diet, you are also foregoing a number of protective micronutrients that help your body thrive. By minimizing the amount of starchy vegetables and fruits you consume, your body will be absorbing less vitamins, minerals, flavonoids, antioxidants, phytonutrients, phenols, etc. These molecules have anti-cancer, anti-infection, immune-boosting, and cardioprotective functions. To put this simply, anyone suggesting you do a keto diet is asking you to give up a food source like legumes, which have so many longevity-promoting benefits like cholesterol-lowering and low glycemic load properties, in favor of things like dairy and oils, which are micronutrient-poor and loaded with nasties. So again, this low-carb, high-fat keto diet puts your spacesuit at further risk of developing illness and long-term damage. Weight loss can easily be achieved on a plant-based, whole food diet, yes, by adjusting portion size and total calorie intake of your balanced meals to be in a slight calorie deficit. And then he says, see this blog on protein and calorie consumption. Let me get a drink of my smoothie. Just a sec, guys. Hello, hello, hello. Maybe you're a girl, girls and guys. Sometimes see, we say guys in general. So, excuse me. Mmm. Mmm. 
Mmm, my smoothie is really good. Delish. Very, very nutritious. Okay? So, fat it out, help you calculate your total calories. Why not have both? Healthy weight loss, maintenance, and the abs that you desire. Plus, longevity. In summary, it is possible to lose weight and have abs on a plant-based or ketogenic diet. However, as you've probably heard me say before, a calorie is not a calorie. If you eat the same calories, let's say 2,000 calories on a traditional keto diet versus 2,000 calories on a balanced plant-based diet, which one do you think is gonna help you thrive more and protect your spacesuit and ultimately lead to great longevity? Is it the diet that consists of high animal saturated fats, hormones, antibiotics, high carnitine, etc.? Or is the diet that gives you a balance of macronutrients, enough dietary fiber per day, and also comes with an immense amount of protective micronutrients? Yay! Got it? Okay, I'm acting like joy right now. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> with my arms up and everything. If you could watch me, some of these uh, audios, they're all done just for the podcast. But, you know, there will come a time in which I will make some in video form as well, like repurpose the video and or the audio. It's like do it simultaneously. And it's going to be funny because you're going to see me like, woo, raising my hands and jumping up and down. Yay, yay, you know. <laughs> so I have some fun with it and I hope that you're getting value because I certainly am. And where was I? So until there is a 50-year long study, Okay, until there's a 15-year-long study that looks at a population eating a ketogenic diet, it's going to be hard to quantitatively answer the above question. In the meantime, by understanding the mortality rate associated and consuming animal products, looking at populations such as the blue zones that clearly display longevity on a high-carbohydrate and largely plant-based diet, and understanding the role of important micronutrients such as antioxidants, flavonoids, we enjoy a healthy plant-based diet with peace of mind that we're doing the right thing by our body from the inside out you see this is my comment there's no coincidence inside out is the name of the movie where joy is and I'm just full of joy and gratitude yes not only because I did that podcast right before but because I really feel like we can do this come on guys and girls all these amazing beautiful handsome men are doing it Woody Harrelson I mean come on guys if the guys are doing it and they're not afraid of losing their abs, on the contrary, conscious muscle is, is one of the amazing accounts that I follow on Instagram, by the way, and there's so many, just look for them, like even vegan bodybuilders, if you're into building bodies and looking really good, so there's no excuse. And you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger went vegan, okay, as far as I know, which is interesting too. So come on, let's, uh, let's grow, let's grow. And let's see, to finish the article, da 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 da, where is it? Okay, yeah, peace of mind, we're doing the right thing by our body from the inside out. You know, I, I, it was funny because inside out is the movie and I'm acting like, woo, like joy most of the time. Further to that, ask anyone who has tried a low carb, high fat diet how sustainable it was long term. Most people yo yo off it and stack weight back on. The best weight loss plan is one that's balanced and sustainable so you can easily incorporate it into your daily regime and reap the benefits long term rather than just for one season of the year. Lastly, I know a few of you on a plant-based diet will be wondering, what about a plant-based keto diet? And this is funny because uh, this is what I offered initially and uh, the, Simon, the article, uh, the, <laughs> the guy that I'm talking about of Plant Proof, Simon Hill. 
He says, well, I think a plant-based keto diet is far better than an animal one purely because you're avoiding all the hormones, antibiotics, carnitine, etc. I'm not a proponent of going above 20 to 25% of calories from fat regardless of the source. That's what Simon says. I don't necessarily agree, okay? But that, that will be for another day that I'll give you my take on it and also my experience, um, not only on my own body, but also teaching people how to go vegan little by little. And I think that being ketogenic helps a lot. Maybe not because we're, we're diminishing carbs so much. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say take the beans out, no. I would say take some of the excessive and definitely no processed cereals, just for you to have an idea. So close the parentheses there and let's finish up with Simon Hill's awesome article. So he says, I am also not a proponent of pushing your calories from protein above 25%. I do agree with that. I think there's plenty of science linking saturated fats and high protein along with high IGF-1 with chronic disease. That's absolutely true. The safer way to lose weight whilst ensuring you are getting all the micronutrients you need and giving your brain and body its preferred fuel source, which is glucose, is to adjust your calories on a balanced, whole food, plant-based diet to be in a slight calorie deficit. Yeah, that really, really makes sense. What do you think? Like it? I do. I had fun. And we did it. We got to the end. And before I go, I do want to tell you a few things. Wait, is Brad Pitt? Oh my God, Brad Pitt is also vegan and Beyonce? Oh, because I had this page open. You see how I get distracted some, sometimes? Heather Mills, Leonardo da Vinci, was he really vegan? Oh my God, no wonder, all the smartest. If, if da Vinci and Einstein were vegans, they knew it. Alanis Morissette, come on, if you don't get, well, maybe you don't care about celebrities, but most people do, most, most of us, we admire certain people. Sinead O'Connor, uh, 32, uh, currently vegan. Okay, Monica, get to it. Okay, um, I mentioned IGF-1, okay? That's the insulin-like growth factor, okay? And this is really important because we're always talking about having stable blood sugar and I can teach you how to have it with a whole foods vegan diet. It's almost magical. I mean, you don't really need to know so much in order to get to it. Meaning that just by following a protocol and something even including some intuitive foods that work for you, you might perfectly be with your blood sugar and everything else just working for you. So all your systems, and you know, when it comes to your brain function, I do believe that getting a bunch of fats, the good fats, the healthy and vegan fats into our system really helps fuel us on, and our brain function and everything. So neuroplasticity, neurogenesis should work much better on a whole food vegan diet. That's what I believe. And I believe that this guy that I mentioned, Simon Hill is great. Go to his podcast because he spends as, 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 as much as I'm spending today. It's like the shortest podcast that he makes is like 45 minutes. Most of them are super long in an hour and I think it's super interesting. I guess we could learn a lot from him and I'm learning a lot from you. So let me know what you want, how to serve you best. You can leave me a voice message on Anchor and that way I get to know you and what kind of subjects you'd like me to talk about and what you'd like most about 
fit motivation, like more exercise, nutrition, positive attitude, because I'm always going to be talking about those topics. But if there's something specific like, hey, Monica, talk more about quinoa or what to do with the sprouts, you know, which is something that I love or how to make vegan burgers taste like nobody even can guess. And that's the thing, you know, I told you about this guy that's um, promoting the vegan food, the vegan meat. It's like, you know, why would we want something that's, you know, that's produced by so much cruelty? We don't. We don't. We want something that we don't even need to ask. We know it's consciously produced, you know? So that's the future. And the future is abundant. And the future is vegan. And the future is conscious. And like I said before, it's like, come on, you're going to complain because you got to get B12 sometimes? Oh, come on. Those are really, 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 really cheap to go on Amazon. They're like 0.01 dollar or like one cent per tablet. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, there's no excuse. And don't tell me you don't have time to cut up a few vegetables. You can really be practical about it. I know I need to make more videos on practical nutrition, but if you want to taste vegan cheese, like the best vegan cheese ever, go to my video on YouTube. You could subscribe to it's tv.monicafit.com and maybe Google it. Uh, I can't give you the link in this moment, but it's just like vegan cheese Monica Sancio. And you should see a video where I'm outside and I'm telling you how to do it and I give the references. And it only has like what, four ingredients, <laughs> you know, including water. <laughs> so it's super simple to make your life deliciously vegan and fun and happy and colorful because. Guess what? Whole foods, vegan foods are way more colorful. The variety is impressive. And uh, I follow some people that I usually retweet or what we call on on Instagram. It's what? We repost it? Yeah. I repost a lot of good stuff, especially when they decorate the plate so beautifully. You know, with the blueberries and the oranges and those colors and they just make me happy and that's the thing you know if you're here because you want to be fit you will if you're here because you want to be healthy you will if you're here because you want to be happy you will and if you want to be free absolutely thanks for being here because you're going to be free of any kind of energy that is not positive you see sometimes what we eat brings the energy of how it was grown or how it was processed or whatever so definitely clean energy doesn't just mean let's you know recycle reuse uh, have the clean energy in our homes uh, have the clean energy in us processing our emotions and doing uh, stress release all the time you know like I always say you got to recharge and refresh and rejuvenate and renovate and reinvent yourself and all that that I truly love to do and to teach you to do like a healthy break the point is that you seriously want to have clean energy and I'm talking about the emotional clean energy but I'm also talking about physical clean energy and that's another topic for another day we can do some research for you guys and you know give you the best the latest the most updated and the info that's really from the heart that you could actually take action on it today so if you got anything out of it let us know thank you so much I'm so surprised positively that there's more people listening this podcast on Apple than anywhere else and I truly admire Apple so I'm like oh how exciting I used to have my app on App Store and it was so good and it, it just made me happy and yes I was proud of that 
and it's kind of an ego thing. I would love to have an app again. Yeah, between ego and accomplishment, something that makes you feel good that, oh my God, I did this. Anyway, so right now when it comes to my podcast, being able to do it for free and pretty soon you'll have listener support so you guys can actually pitch in and that's cool because, you know, if you, well, that's that's coming for us also, right guys from Vanker. Yes, we're going to have listener support. Yes, we are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you in advance. Love you, love you, love you guys. Love you guys of Anchor. Love you for listening. I appreciate you. Thank you in advance for leaving a note. Come on, leave a constructive comment. It's not going to take more than two minutes, I don't think. Okay, it doesn't have to be super long paragraph. If you want to take more time, fine. But just three minutes, you know, I gave you 45 minutes of my awesome, uh, precious, valuable time. Just give me a little bit of your time. Give me a smaller percentage. Come on, three minutes. Leave a nice review. Nice, kind, exciting, happy, grateful review. That would be fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. And yes, I visualize those five stars. Five stars makes a difference because then other people are going to click on this podcast and they're also going to be fit like you. No excuses. And thank you. Be consistent. Listen to your body. Be perseverant and definitely love yourself. That way you will be loving to others. And yes, kindness is key. We have to change the world. And we can do this together. Thank you. Love you.